Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's Ryan. It's Shane. It's Flames Nation Radio. And it's hockey time. Uh, Yeah, baby. Before we dive into that, as always, Flames Nation Radio is delivered to you by the wonderful people at DoorDash. We don't have a sound effect, but if we did, we'd go ding dong. Uh, DoorDash, lovely people, excellent service. Use it because if you're like us and you're going, uh, I'm too tired, I'm too busy to cook, but I need to eat or else I'll die. Shane is a a starving student. He's not starving because of the fine people at DoorDash because Shane's too damn busy this week to to do anything but this podcast and trying to pass school. Yeah, midterms. Midterms and season, then, maybe. And then, and what's, how is he going to get uh, a respite from his, his studies? Well, aside from Rupert's Whiskey from Eau Claire Distillery, the official whiskey of the Calgary Flames, Shane's got some games to watch this week. We've been talking. Yeah. The last meaningful game for the Calgary Flames was the end of May. The Calgary Flames lost in overtime to the Edmonton Oilers in the fifth game of the second round of the playoffs. The Flames played 12 games in the playoffs. They unfortunately lost seven of them, so they didn't play more than that. Uh, And then since then, it's been an interesting summer. We've spent a lot of time discussing the cha-cha-cha changes the Flames have been going through, uh, primarily on the ice, off the ice, pretty much the exact same hockey pretty much everyone's back i think Jeez. what off ice what off ice everything's the same they didn't I think, change any coaches uh, the ahl goalie coach switched out the farm team moved here and i think rebecca johnston joined the flames in a development role that's basically it so the flame it's yeah. the same it's the same old crew off the ice on the ice some new faces uh the flames open up their schedule on thursday night 7 30 p.m start on sportsnet one and sportsnet 960 the fan and it'll be the Flames debut as long as there's no, you know, last minute roster decisions that we're not aware of. The Flames debuts of four key players, Jonathan Huberdeau, Nazem Kadri, Mackenzie Weger, and Kevin Rooney. That's a fairly significant. That's uh, a top end changeover is massive. Like the top, and, top end changeover. And you got insane. of the top two lines and top two pairs, you have a key piece on Two, both of the two lines and one of the two pairs that's significant like that's that ain't nothing and i think that's gonna be you know we'll, we'll go through the the three games uh in short order but just i think the storyline to really watch with the flames is okay like daryl sutter's a guy who generally keeps his lines together because he likes to get some mojo going some rhythm going 
uh, unless there's like a guy playing really badly or injuries, he tends not to tinker too much unless, you know, he really wants to uh, get some, some different energy or to prove a point. I'm really curious how long it's going to take these guys to get cooking because it's, it's not necessarily going to be seamless is what is what I'm thinking. I, 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 especially the top line. I, I didn't really like how they meshed in preseason, like Lindholm, uh, they were, they were okay. They, were okay. they weren't like, they didn't like stick out. There wasn't any like dominating possessive shifts. Um, there was a nice, beautiful rush goal uh, in the game. Uh, I saw live there. The last one there, Huberto with the spin move. And then. Oh yeah. We didn't, we, we didn't, we didn't mention that. So friends, you know how there was two fairly blah preseason games <laughs> against the Winnipeg jets. Uh, Shane came, uh, came up, he was up for Thanksgiving uh, with his better half. And uh, Shane and I met in person, I think, for the first time. First time ever. And what did we do? We went uh, poking around the Flames fanatic. And we actually, we ran into a friend of the, friend of the site, uh, Brent Gibbs, head of retail for the Flames. Uh, really good guy. Uh, Gibbsy, always good guy. He, uh, he was, uh, at that point, the, the unveiling of Blasty was but a very profound and uh, persistent rumor. He neither conformed nor denied, but told us, if something happens, it'll happen next week. And then it happened this week. So uh, Gibbsy, Gibbsy's good with uh, holding on to the state secrets. Uh, I had to give him compliments in person on the new Blasty redesign, the, uh, the Wranglers Blasty. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Wranglers folks, if you haven't seen the, the, the recently unveiled jerseys, they're, they're really sharp looking. Uh, no black at all. Uh, it's Ooh. nothing but white, gold, and, and uh, the red. You know, flames red. Mm-hmm. It's really sharp. It pops really well. Mm-hmm. And their alternate logo is uh, a horse, but instead of Blasty, which is head on, it's sort of turned to the side. And I, I would assume we'll see that as a crest on the third jersey for the farm team in uh, a year or two. Whenever uh, they get settled, yeah. Yeah. It, it'll, it, There's it'll, a lot more leeway in the ahl to do new oh you can do all kinds of weird stuff in the so, AHL. that's the fun part yeah, yeah with the nhl though it's like you have to follow the maker's rules they, and, yeah they and and they changed over retail they take they your third child and they, at, at yeah. some point at some point i know like mike gould has a, a feature coming out on the site fairly soon about uh how they re- revive the the wranglers brand for uh for the the american hockey League club uh there's so much weird stuff that they had to deal with in the background uh copyrights designs uh you know you have to you know supply chain stuff it's diff- if uh, a lot of these things are, are made in asia or europe depending on what you're getting and uh depending on what you're getting it takes a thousand years and if the idea is you don't want to put say hypothetically at your third jersey you don't want to put your third jersey on sale until you have enough in stock to sell because that would be logical if you say you show shane a jersey and say hey we got this sweet new blasty and he goes hot damn i'd like one it's kind of dumb if you go sorry kid we don't have them yet some other day (laughs) yeah it's like it's like uh it's like your parents announcing your christmas press but not letting you open it or play with it so there, there's a lot of, I think league-wide, there's a lot of things that they were trying to do earlier this year that they weren't able to for state-of-the-world reasons. So I, I'll give, I'll give the, the, the retail and marketing people their props because uh, one, Blasty one, or 2.0 and the very slight redesign looks damn sharp. The, the, Wranglers, the Wranglers redesign looks damn sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
I'm I'm waiting in anticipation with with uh, to see how the reverse retro uh, looks. I'm expecting we're going to hear something probably I think by early November. I think it depends on when everybody gets stuff it, in stock. It's got to yeah they got to not only they got to get it in stock. It's got to be a full 32 team coordination. So yeah, it, so because it's a because it's a thing. And so and uh, oh, we'll warn you guys. So the. Uh, the third jersey widely available. It'll be available for I think three years because they have to do a three-year commitment. Yes, so if you, it's not if a, you if you missed out, I'm not going to say you don't have to rush out because you want to look stylish. But uh, it's not like say you know it's not like they have a very limited quantity. They'll be re-ups. They'll be restocks. They're going to have they're going to be a, making more. They're going to have a lot. Once the reverse and, retro comes out, that's the one that's going to be limited stock. So if you like it, that's the one to really go and go out and get quickly. And it's fun since so just before we get into the rest, because we're on Blasty, Mike Gould pointed out there's going to be Blasty weeks. So if you look at the schedule of when the Flames are wearing <laughs> Blasty, it's yeah. actually a whole like like three or four and, like a whole seven day span. And and you, know, and and you know what home games are included in the two Bla- in the twelve Blasty games? Hmm. I wonder, Pike. Are they um, happen to be Battle of Albertas? <sighs> I don't think so. They're actually the return of uh, oh the, the, the returns of uh, when Columbus comes to town with Johnny Gaudreau and when Florida mm-hmm. comes to town with uh, with uh, Matthew Kachuk. Mm-hmm. And of course, you, we'd be remiss if we didn't include uh, Erica Branson in Columbus in that in that. Uh, in, and and our boy, our boy Sean Monahan, the, the fourth of the ones that have left, have scored a goal. He scored a uh, beautiful Wednesday Wednesday night Wednesday night the season opener for the Montreal Canadiens. Sean Monahan scored a goal to briefly give the Habs a lead. And it's all, of, all of Flames Twitter was collectively happy for it. So yeah. we're all good just for, good want to see Sean Monahan succeed. And I think good we're all you. here. We all too. He did nothing wrong other than give his entire health to us. So, hey, the, the, the only thing wrong with Sean Monahan is he, he got hurt and made too much money. And you know what? He deserved the money for how much he got hurt. Uh, sure, so yeah. let's, Shane, let's talk about. So the, the interesting thing is, I. I was looking over the schedule for the month and uh, two things jumped out to me. I'm going to be at every flames game in person between now. And the first game I'm not at is the November 7th game on long Island, uh, which I think, I think, I think that they might, I haven't heard one way or the other, but that'll be unofficially the 50th anniversary of the first, I think it's a month off of the 50th anniversary of the Flames and the Islanders both playing their first NHL games. The first game between Atlanta and the New York Islanders was played in, 19, in, in April or October 1972. I think it was October 7th, and this is November 7th. So it's kind of cool, 50 years plus a month. So I, I, I think it'd be cool if the Islanders did something to commemorate it. I don't know if they will, but the Islanders tend to be really up on their own history, and they, they go nuts with those kind of things. So hopefully they do something cool. But we'll the, cool, the we'll crazy see. thing is the Flames don't leave Alberta. Until they get on a plane after that home game on uh, the uh, November fifth against New Jersey, so uh, we were talking. You know, we'll get into the schedule now. We were talking about the idea of, holy cow, they got to figure out. They got to get some mojo going with their lines. A lot of new guys to integrate. Well, they have one road game in the month of October. One road game between now and November seventh, and it's in Edmonton. Yeah, but. They have three pretty tough games to, go, to start off. So, again, Thursday night, home opener. Uh, the, fl- the first 5,000 legal adults in the building get a f- coupon for a free domestic beer, which is such a cool promo the Flames are doing. It's like the idea is that like, is hey, awesome. you show up early, we'll get, we'll get buy a beer. 
that's let's cool. Let's get rowdy. Let's get rowdy early and like that, promoting that. I mean, you could go when, when you go to Edmonton Saturday, you could get fifty-five dollar burger combo, burger <laughs> pop combo, if you really want. I like, just like. I just think the the Flames buying everybody a beer. The first five thousand legal adults in the building giving you a coupon for a free beer. That's, that's awesome. That's just like it's it's sometimes you sometimes good promos don't need to be clever. The idea be like, I just imagine probably in some meeting, somebody who works in food for food and beverage was like, why don't we just give them free beer? And everyone's like, ha, 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 good one, Bill. And then five seconds later, like, oh, God damn it. That's a brilliant idea because like, it's, it's so easy. You don't need to go out and buy extra stuff. It's, it's already there. Like it's, it's also uh, going to get people in earlier. And once you're there, well, now you're going to spend more money on food before, yeah, so and merch our, our and two, all other stuff too. Two, so are two bits of advice for people who have tickets to the game. One, go early because Stampede Park is a goddamn war zone right now. Don't Uh, assume you know where you're driving down. Yeah, so give yourself extra time. If you're cool with parking a little bit further away and and walking in from from like McLeod or Center Street or wherever, it's worth it because you'll avoid the – the bottlenecks, uh, getting in and out there around the casino, uh, around the south side of it, it's it's messy. So if you're just if you're if it's it's a Thursday night, if you're thinking, God, I just want to have a smooth in and out process from the facility, your best bet is to go early, take transit, park far away. So build that into your schedule now. It's a 7:30 start, so there's a little bit of extra buffer time built in, but go early. Uh, two. Again, if you're one of the first 5,000 people, you get a free beer. A free beer, and, as long as you get a coupon from the Flames, as long as you're an adult since person. Since you mentioned transit, I experienced this firsthand when I was there. Uh, it's, Victoria Park Station is currently literally ripped apart. So when, if you're going to go leave the Dome, don't try to go to the Victoria Park Station. It's not existent right now. Yeah, Otherwise, you're going to so, for a long walk. Yeah, do, do, do your research before you leave as to how you're going to get there and how you're going to get around because – it's a bit messy, uh, but yeah. So th- th- those were our two pieces of advice. No, f- before you go and try to get there early because 5,000 people get a free beer as long as you're a legal adult. My guess is if you look young and fresh faced like uh, Shane and I do, they'll ask you for ID. Don't take it personal. Uh, it's also the building's cashless now. So bring your debit card, bring your ID and bring uh, your lungs because it, it's uh, it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun game. I hope uh, it's a big test for the flames. Uh, you know, Colorado played Wednesday night in in, uh, in Colorado. Uh, raised their stand like a banner. They're you know very minimalist design, stand like a banner. Then they're hopping on a plane after the game, flying to Calgary. They're probably not going to get into the city until two or three in the morning. They're probably not going to get a get to sleep for a while. Uh, I don't think they're going to do a morning skate, so it'll be straight into it after the first game for Colorado. Well, wow. uh, the Flames, the Flames will have a few days of of prep and stuff, and I think it'll be it's going to be a really interesting test for the Flames because the the Flames, if if we're being completely honest, your kids, Colorado is what the Flames want to be when they grow up. They're <laughs> they're fast. They have they play with pace. They they crush you with pace. They crush you with physicality. They crush you with talent. They're they got goal, they got good goalies. Forwards. They've got speed, structure, and talent. Structure. They yeah. just structure you and, and then just smother you with with waves of hockey players and structure. And Kale McCarr is a cheat code. He's a literal yeah. cheat code. Yeah. And ev- yeah. finally, this year, everyone's giving him his McCarr, due up with Matthews. And I McCain. disclosure. 
I voted last year. I did not have Makar as my Norris winner. I had him second. I have Yossi first. As soon as the results came out, I went, yeah, okay. I mean, there, there was like, it's basically, I think for a lot of people, that vote was almost a coin flip. And Makar was so friggin' good all year at all, at all times. Like wow. he was when he, he was, already when, broke someone's ankles tonight, Pike. It's on my it's on my Twitter feed, folks. If you if you go find it, it's in my tweet section. But he literally already broke someone's ankles. He did it, and he's gonna mine and left him in the dust. There's another 81 games for him to do that to people. <laughs> yeah. So and that's the thing. Like Colorado, like they're they're a good team. They have a McKinnon. They have a McCarr. Uh, they don't have Darcy Camper anymore. They have Pavel Francouz. They have Alexander Gorgiev. Oh, and Gorgiev and Francouz are, uh, are the two goalies. And Francouz, yeah. Francouz. Yeah, so Francouz. So I think I think they they got. They got two good goalies. They don't need a great goalie. They've spent their money on yeah. Landeskog, Ranjanen, McCarr, McKinnon. Like they've spent their money where they think they should spend their money. But like everyone, everyone and their dog thinks they're going to be an extremely strong contender to repeat this year. They, they go to the Shane school of team building. Uh, I always think that the team is and how they play defense is more important than the goalie to an extent. You still need that bare minimum level of decent they, quality they, goaltender. They, they, well, it's, I always, but I they always, defend so well and they possess the puck so when, well. When you're, when you're so good with and away from the puck, you mm-hmm. don't need to have goddamn Carey Price, John no. Plant, uh, whoever, no. George Vezina. You don't need the ghost of George Vezina in your net, saving your ass if you play well enough in the rest of the rink. And if you needed a gold, yeah. if you needed a top tier goaltender win the Stanley Cup, then tell me why Antti Niemi has his name on the damn thing. So you're like not, you're not wrong. Like, like I'm not saying he's a bad goal. I well he, he was he, every he was, other place he, he went, was the, he, he was no the right goalie. So he's, he's all they needed. He was what they needed under their system. So that, that's how all I view the goaltending, and that's why them like not paying Kemper uh, the massive raise, and instead giving that money to Nathan McKinnon, making him the highest paid player in hockey in a year until until Matthew signs in next a year. year. <laughs> and then, um, and but but still you get the cup you've got the accolades you deserved it and yeah. you know pike i'm gonna go and make a bold prediction that the flames will still lose their home opener uh they haven't won since 2009 i think it is um it's I, been I a while i think it's 12 in a row 11 in a row yeah row. i think it's, it's I, been I going on it's there's an the, the losing from the, mike the season uh, opening when losing streak has been going on for so long that most of us don't remember how it started and I just, with, with all the new faces and all of the stuff needing to click properly uh, and, and the fact that it's the Avs that we're literally talking about the class of not only the West, but the league. This real, realistically, realistically, this is very much cart before the horse. But if you told me this was the Western conference final preview, I wouldn't, I wouldn't laugh at you. I go, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And sim- similarly, I, similarly, I think I'm the type of person that thinks, you know, if the Flames can manage to get past Edmonton this year in the playoffs, which we'll see, uh, but if they can manage, if, if they managed to get past Edmonton last year, it would have been Calgary, Colorado, the conference final, and that would have been amazing. And so I, this is like, I think, I think you want to have those tests early and often. And look, if you look at the way that the schedule is laid out, it, the Flames have the best team in hockey at home on the day after they play uh, their home opener. And so the Flames have it's it's a schedule win because you get a team 
play the night before he travels. But it's also Colorado, and it's it's an NHL. It's a Flames team that hasn't really played a game together yet, really. And so, yeah, it's going to be interesting because I think both teams could be rusty, or both teams could be. It's going to be a really interesting game. I think it's going to be the the one thing that's inherently positive about this year is the schedule is not condensed. There's a lot of practice time. There's a lot of time to work on things they didn't have the last two years with Daryl. And being, I think they're going to, I think the last week, I don't, I haven't been at practice, but I assume they've worked on their power play because there was no power in the power play all preseason. They've been working on it. But if you you look, if you look at the, if you look at the the first few days of the season, Colorado at home, then uh, I believe Friday is going to be a travel day. Uh, They might skate. I don't know, uh, but they'll move. They'll head on, head on over to, uh, to Edmonton. They play in Edmonton, 8 p.m. start, uh, late game hockey night in Canada. Then Sunday's an off day. Monday's uh, Sunday and Monday are non-game days. Usually after they travel, they come home. It's an off day, but we'll see. Monday, they probably practice. Then uh, Tuesday night, Vegas. So your first, your first, what, five days of the season? Your first six days of the season, you got three games, you got three days you don't play. But the three games you play are... It's they're the class, they're, they're the top level of the conference. All three of these teams. Are I'd say I'd say be. I'd say Alder is. I think Colorado is the best team until someone proves they're not. Edmonton, very very good. I'd say the Flames should be motivated because you got to treat Edmonton like the class of the division until somebody knocks them off. And Vegas is a team who was very good on Tuesday in their opener against LA. Jack Eichel was flying and uh they were well structured logan thompson didn't look like he was out of his element and And they've got a coach that everywhere he's been he's taken them deep in the playoffs that's pete DeBoer now or uh, no is it bruce Bruce cassidy Cassidy. it's bruce cassidy sorry pete DeBoer just left pete DeBoer left but still bruce cassidy still i mean there's some rumors about how the uh brooms don't like him but those are rumors i have none in that room but i still think vegas they've got i'll I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you this i'll tell you this Every every coach who's ever been fired from a from a from a team, when he leaves town, most of the players don't like him. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you, if you get to the point where you're fired, you've worn out your welcome with a few people. Every every player has or every coach has a shelf life. Bruce Cassidy had his shelf life in Boston. They had some success, not the success they wanted. No, and he goes to Vegas, where I think you know Vegas Vegas is interesting to me because. Like they they've made some interesting bets. Some of their cap bets have gone terribly wrong, and, and now they're in a situation. They traded Batch Pacioretty and Dylan Coughlin for nothing. Well, they, the they traded Pacioretty, and they had to include a great young defenseman in order to even do it. Yeah. Like like to to shed that salary. So isn't that ridiculous? I, I still think Vegas is a playoff team in the Western in the Pacific. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I have no idea. I, 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 I my, that... my gut says, my gut says to me, Calgary and Edmonton are very comfortable playoff teams. I have no idea about the third spot, and I have no confidence in the Pacific to produce a wild card team. So I, I think it'll be, I like out of it'll be, it'll, it'll be, it'll be a mad dash for potentially one playoff spot in the Pacific. See, I got four teams of the Pacific I like, and six teams out of the Central. So that's ten teams vying for eight spots. So like that—that's where my and and, la- and last year all five, all two, both wildcard spots went to Central. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Darryl, I think you got to operate the assumption that you ain't getting a wildcard spot unless uh, somebody's. You don't want a wildcard spot because then you're going to just play whoever wins the Central, which will either be the it'll uh, be Colorado, Atlanta, it'll be Colorado Blues, or Minnesota Wild. And as a lot of teams found out, including Edmonton, it's eight days wasted. So, but I, I, I think, I think this, this opening week is going to be really, really instructive. It's going to be, I, you know, I, I think, I think the big challenge for the flames is how do they deal with uh, the expectations? And I'm, I'm really curious uh, Thursday and on Tuesday, how was the crowd? Because, you know, the, the, the flames, they hadn't, you know, they had not, had not sold out any regular season games for various reasons. I wrote about the site. There's any number of reasons why coming out of a pandemic, when the economy is not good, when the team hasn't been good until this year, uh, that people would be skeptical about spending their time and money there, but coming off a division title, coming off some success in the playoffs and a really, really fun playoffs, even though they didn't end the way that people wanted them to for the flames, you know, the, the red lot was jumping. I think a lot of people had a lot of positive experiences going to flames games during the postseason, and even just being in the lot, being in bars, being at restaurants, being basically, you know, getting reconnected the with the life in Calgary is great. And when you have an excuse to enjoy an extra excuse to not only enjoy it, but enjoy it with 50,000 of your closest flames fan friends. Yeah. It gets even April, better. Yeah. April, our new, April, our new boy. Uh, if you, if you, if you need hips on the bar scene, don't be afraid to go over and listen to boomer and Pinder. Cause I'm sure Pinder knows exactly which bars to hit on the fucking red mile there. So, Hey, he's got children to take care of. He'll be doing it in a very small amount, but yeah, the, yeah I, I just think, I think I'm really curious if the opening night's a sellout and even if it's not a sellout, how how is the crowd like? Is it going to be full? Is it going to be loud? Is it going to be excited? Or is it going to ex- is it going to have that kind of nervous energy that we've seen? Because there's been years in the past coming off of big seasons when the Flames weren't quite as good, and I think I think I think folks are a little bit cautiously optimistic. I think they want to have their their best uh, hopes for the team validated early in the season. Like say if the Flames get off to a good start early, I think it'll help people be a little bit more boisterous and a little bit more excited to come down to the building than maybe a 500 start would. I think for the home opener here, I think for Thursday night here, I think it's going to be bumping all the new faces, all of the hype, all off season. There's tons of people that want to get in and see these new players and see how they do. 
I think when they introduce them, I think uh, Uyghur, Kadri, and Huberto are going to get massive um, roars from the crowd, especially because they they committed their life to playing in Calgary. So, you know, Daryl always says, we, we, the fans of Calgary, value hard work and loyalty. Well, they've given us their loyalty. In order, uh, I, I just think especially the just the idea that, you know, seven years of Kadri, I mean, Kadri, had, you know, yeah, Kadri has family in town. So Kadri kind of knows what Calgary is all about, but we like Uyghur's uh, an Ottawa kid, uh, young, uh, young master Huberdeau is from uh, just outside of Montreal. Uh, so, I mean, those guys, like, they're not really, I don't think they have the ties to Calgary that, uh, that Kadri might. So that's what, to me, that's why it's kind of impressive that they locked themselves in for, uh, you know, nine years. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I did mention, I think on one of our earlier podcasts that it was a good time for Huberto to cash in because what if he doesn't go? What if he only gets 70 points in 82 games or something with Calgary? That's not to say that if that happens, that doesn't mean Calgary's not a playoff team. It's just you're on a new team. You're not familiar. You're not familiar with the power play. Could take a jump. It was just better for him to cash in when he did. Like, He's, yeah. How often do you repeat 115-point seasons in the NHL? Almost never. So, but what if he does? Well, I think, I think, well, if he does, then he he only he ten and a half million. He probably only uh, lost about half a million years, so he uh, he cashed in pretty good. And and you know what, it, it's it's good for Calgary. I think their power play is going to be a different dynamic this year once they figure it out. Him finding those passing lanes, I think players uh, as they grow, like Manjapani and Dubé, are gonna are gonna as they grow with this team in the future, are gonna find a lot more scoring opportunities and especially around the net. So I'm interested in seeing how they play defensively uh, on a four check, but they've got three, they've got maybe one of the best three up the middle uh, on paper in the entire league balance wise. And that, that, and then if you get through that, you've got to go through not only one of the best decors that was first, I think they were first in goals against per game last year's second was Vancouver uh, 2.07 goals per game. Uh, is what Calgary allowed least amount in the entire league. And uh, they were the third. They were third. The West. I think it was the West. Cause I think Carolina had less goals against Carolina them. and the Rangers had less. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Sturkin. Uh, <laughs> but, but that defense got better. That defense didn't get worse. That defense got better. So in essence, it's going to be tough for teams to score. I think we're going to see a lot more low scoring games to start the season. Uh, and, and yeah, I think so. the, the offense will start to come as guys get more familiar with each other. Okay. And we so lay here's, things out properly. Here, here's the, the first stretch of the season. And I'll, I'll list off the, the teams the Flames are playing and the order they're playing in. And then when I'm done, tell me what you think of the schedule. Uh, Colorado, defending Stanley Cup champions. Edmonton, played in the conference final. Vegas, non-playoff. Buffalo, non-playoff. Carolina, playoffs. Pittsburgh, playoffs. Edmonton, already talked about them, but they went to the final four. Uh, Seattle non-playoff, Nashville playoff, New Jersey non-playoff. That's the the home stretch they have, uh, excluding that one Edmonton game in Edmonton. But they have it's it's an interesting game. It's interesting because it seems it seems pretty front loaded. Vegas, while they're a non-playoff team, no one I don't think anyone's going to you know write them off this year. Uh, the other teams they got, I mean Buffalo is Buffalo. We always you know they're I'm going to assume Buffalo Buffaloes until they stop. Uh, eventually they're going to, eventually they're going to get good. Cause they're, they were accumulating a lot of good young players, but they just yeah. haven't gelled yet. Carolina disclosure in our, in our, uh, in a round table that uh, goes live on the side of Thursday morning. I say Carolina wins the Stanley cup. They're very, very good. Uh, I think I people are Carolina sleeping for, on them. 
I picked Carolina to the conference final two years in a row, and they keep letting me down. So I, I, I think there's, I think they're sleeping. I think people are sleeping in Carolina. I, it's, I think Pittsburgh people are underestimating a, the acquisition of Brent Burns. Yeah. What it's going to do, but, Carolina. but if you look at the, the the early teams the Flames play, a Colorado team that just won the Stanley Cup, Carolina, a team that people think can win the Stanley Cup. Pittsburgh, Ditto, Edmonton, no slouch. I think if they if they put all together somehow, uh, went on a run. They've definitely got the higher end talent for it. So I think you know it's it's a front loaded schedule, but I think it's the type of schedule where what's the old saying? Iron sharpens iron. And if the Flames are going to be as good as people think they can be, they're going to need to get good quickly because you're not playing these teams well, and beating these teams. They're playing without getting good. In the month of October, the only easy game is is against the Sabers. That's it. Like you're playing, you're playing the Oilers, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Vegas, and Colorado. None of those teams should give you an easy test. And you know what? It's good for Calgary. It's going to get them out of the gates. It's going to force them to be on their toes early. And when eventually they do start playing teams that are maybe a little lesser in the standings, they're they're going to just be ready to thwomp in in theory, right? Um, I'd love to see, especially in the first five games, I'd love to see at least two wins. Like I said, I'm not expecting a hot start out of Calgary. They're a lot of new pieces. There's no guarantee all of them fit together right away. Uh, preseason, like I said, I watched that top line wasn't perfect together. They didn't have any heavy possession shifts. Uh, so I'm, I'm just expecting a slower start. If they get out to 5-0, and oh, I, I'm thrilled. I'm uh, happy as hell. A, uh, a playoff pace, a 100-point pace, is about three out of five. Three wins out of five games. Mm-hmm. Six, they get six points out of every ten possible points. So yes. – I think that's, I think they're, the coach is sort of looking at, you got to get in. And I think his motivation will be, you got to make sure you sort of maintain or, or stay ahead of that playoff pace, because it's one of those things that once you're behind, it's really, really difficult to catch up, especially in this division where, I mean, Edmonton's Whoa. good, LA, good, uh, Vancouver, good, Vegas, good. I think uh, Anaheim's to be a tough out for a lot of teams with all the young talent they have. I don't know what to make of San Jose, to be honest with you. But they're well, going to they're be... play William Acklin. They didn't even play him. Yeah. Like, like he's he's an unreal talent. And they didn't even. He's going to the Barracuda, didn't he? I, well, that wouldn't be a bad thing for him to do either. But, but and then um, Seattle. There's no way Seattle's as bad as they were last year. So I mean, it, it, just I, statistically, I, their goaltender should randomly get in front of a few more pucks. Their goaltending <laughs> was the main reason they were so bad last year. And there's no way yeah. they should be that bad. I, I think goaltending and an utter lack of continuity. Well, and they they do they take a lot of point shots. Like they they don't emphasize getting in the net. They got two guys that are really good at doing that, Bjorkstrand and Borkowski this offseason. So I expect them to be a little more offensive. And Matty Beneers is a very good player, and that is a very good center. They're still going to be growing as a team. I think Calgary is going to take a lot of these younger players, especially early in the season, and take advantage of them. They're very structured. They've always a very structured team with Daryl at the helm. And their attack is relentless, especially on the forecheck. Uh, like when they play Buffalo next week, I really think they're going to give those young defensemen just fits with the puck. Um, last well, year, though, they couldn't score on them. So well, they couldn't what, score. What, what, uh, what do you want to see out of the, like for you, what's a, the first week, like the first three games of the season? Uh, I want to see, I want to see, I'd like to see two wins. I'd like to see two wins. You're, uh, if so I you're, you're using one, the, 
you're using the meatloaf uh the meatloaf road to success two out of three ain't bad two out of three ain't bad yeah i mean i, th- I think that's what one, they got to they, they they it's the stanley cup champs uh i will see who starts in edmonton on saturday is markstrom gonna try and counteract his demons of the playoff past or do you give ladar the second start and then run markstrom at home the next week and then they've always they, they had do the, historically historically the the backup role whether it's david riddick or as dan vladar when they've had success they just run them on the road shit ton of road starts yep and so it's, I mean, it, it makes sense if for, that's the only yeah. road game you get till the weekend in november and dan vladar had a hell of a training camp yeah i i'm just saying and and you know but but if markstrom goes to the coaching staff and says i want this start you don't say no if he wants to challenge you know you, if anyone who knows anything about jacob markstrom knows that if he could he'd start 82 yeah but there's going to be a few games that he has circled and edmonton would probably be one of those games they've circled so i think that's the big i think that's the thing to to bear in mind too maybe maybe that's the only real drama from this week i'm really excited to see dylan dubay get his opportunity he's he earned it he had a great training camp him and Kadri clicked naturally right off the start uh if he can turn into a top six level producer as as bonus the thing i'm looking forward to is a few specific players getting their first taste of the Battle of Purda. One of them is Nazem Kadri because I think oh. Nazem Kadri, he seems like a guy who's been built, who's been waiting his whole life to wear a Flames jersey and play Edmonton because, like, he just he feels like maybe it's just he, you know Nazem Kadri's an interesting interesting guy uh, in a lot of different ways, but I think the he feels like he's been a flame for a while. Like it, it doesn't feel like he just signed you know like two months ago he feels like lasty is gonna look good on him man it just when they wear that jersey they just seem a little more fierce like they just seem a little more in your face and it just it's gonna be a great fit for for him not only being as rowdy as he is but it's high level of skill he can back up he, he can trash talk and then he can back it up on the ice he had 87 points last year and he only played 77 games so He's he, not only is he legit, he's he's, he's, he's going to get every he, chance to beat that total. He's got the same attitude. The Manjip- uh, there's two guys that I always point out is Manjapani and Anderson. Those two, when they play in the Battle of Alberta, are the most entertaining in my eyes because they're always just causing shit and t- stirring the pot. And I think Kadri's just going to add to it. And then if anyone tries to touch any of them, 17, you, you have to answer to him. So, or, or and if he's not on the ice, Oh, we've got a, we've got a big Z on the back. So, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fierce. Uh, the Oilers will have an emergency recall for the weekend because they're playing short right now. We'll see, we'll who that see. Is. but we'll uh, see, we'll see who it is. So oh, they, the, their injured guys might be back in time for the weekend. Yeah. It's full. They're only, they're, they're, for, for those of you wondering, the Oilers play shorthanded on Tuesday night or on Wednesday night, rather, uh, because, uh, they had, uh, I believe it was Kyler Yamamoto and, and Warren Fogle were both uh, dealing with minor injuries. Neither of them could have gone, so they ended up playing a skater short. Uh, if one of them is available for the weekend games, then they don't get an emergency recall. But because they played a man short, they're eligible for uh, a cap-free emergency recall if they have to, if they don't have enough bodies to field a regular yeah. roster. So yeah. I. I don't think they'll need to, but it's an interesting wrinkle. I'm I'm just I'm just excited. For, you know, we've been talking about you know the historic teardown of the division-winning Flames, and then the Lazarus like resurrection of 
the decayed husk of the Calgary Flames. It's been a very eventful, weird offseason. And so now it's bad, like, baby. you know, Brad Treliving somehow cobbled, t- turned this into Frankenstein's monster and got a lightning rod and lightning struck it. And then the, the, the monster gets up and starts lurching forward again. And now we get to see what the monster gets to do. Is it going to, you know, ravage the townsfolk or is it just going to stumble around and sort of make noises? It's, you know, I, I think it, yeah. you, don't, you don't know how like, there's, this is a fascinating experiment with putting guys, a bunch of new guys in very prominent positions into a team and seeing how quickly they can gel. And mm-hmm. it they're making progress during the preseason, but until it's, the regular season, it doesn't matter. I still think like I, if it, if it comes out, it works great. I just, like I said, I'm cold water on the immediate fire. Things don't always, like if you get one player, maybe he fits right away. The flames got four and it's not just on the top end. Kevin Rooney has to sim- simultaneously Fit they're in they're the they're going to well. have players playing so. in every game situation, power play, five on five, and the PK who have never worn a flame jersey before. Yep. So that's, fa- that's fascinating to me. Like cautiously optimistic. If if it's a slow start, I'm not going to roast them because because of all the changes, they've got to have time to mesh. And there's it, it sucks when you're behind to start like four or five games in, but they're more than capable. That happened yeah. last year. I they won five in a row. I, in a row. And never I would up. I would advise that the first week go with the lumps as they come along. Mm. By the second, third week, that's when uh that's when the panic button, yeah, if it needs to be hit. Don't be like Leafs being. fans one game in uh, already eviscerating Justin Hall and Jake Muzzin. Like like give give it some time, folks. No, no, this is you know, it's you know, the the fun thing about covering a Canadian team is that when they win a couple games in a row, you start playing the parade. When they lose a couple games in a row, you start digging the grave. Uh, and there's sweepstakes. Yeah, there's there's no there's no uh, there's no middle ground. But that's the fun part of it. Uh, so, folks, if you're uh, if you're new to the site, welcome. We've had uh, a lot of new faces come in, uh, partially due to some of our offseason acquisitions. Uh, welcome. We're we're excited to have you along. Uh, we try to make the podcast uh, interactive as much as we can. So if you have any questions, comments, whatever you want us to talk about, uh, tweet at Flames Nation or at Flash underscore 33 or at Ryan and Pike. Uh, please, 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 if you get a chance, uh, subscribe to uh, this podcast wherever you get your podcast, uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, wherever, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, also, make sure you make sure you subscribe to uh, the Nation Network YouTube page. Just go to just search Nation Network on your YouTube. Uh, click that little subscribe button, and here's the secret. So you'll get you'll get if you subscribe, you'll get all of the you get notified when any of our content is put up. Uh, we have content daily content from Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Toronto, Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg. Definitely and no, not Winnipeg. Everywhere but Winnipeg. And, uh, and we're always working the, like the, the guys yeah, up north are always working to get even more content for you. So, guys. yeah. So we have, uh, I'm going to forget the name. So I apologize. We have uh, Leafs morning, morning Leafs, Leafs morning take yeah, uh, with, with uh, Nick, Alber- Nick Alberja and Jay Rose Hill. Uh, yeah. That's, that's from Toronto from the Leafs nation. We have Oilers nation every day with Tyler Yamshuk coming out of Edmonton. We yeah. have uh Barnburner with uh, Rhett Pinder and, uh, 
What's his name? Boomer. I always, I love Boomer. Uh, So that's every day, uh, 10.30 Mountain uh, to noon, live on our YouTube page and then archived afterwards. And out of Vancouver, connects conversation with Faber and Quads. Uh, Every day we got stuff. And of course, we'd be remiss if we did not give a tip of the hat to our fearless leaders up uh, at DFO. Uh, We have both the DFO rundown uh, with uh, Jason Greger and Frank Cervalli and uh, daily face-off live every weekday with uh we usually usually it's, hosts right it's usually uh your chuck and a cast of yeah. characters almost always frank and uh mckenna mckenna goes Matt Larkin, a, a whole Alberta bunch of jobs over for the fantasy side it's it's There's, daily face-off lives and all-encompassing league-wide listen so if you want to get more folk like like the other ones we mentioned are all focused on markets that's one where you can jump out and enjoy yeah. a league-wide so if you if you subscribe to our YouTube page, uh, you'll get pinged whenever anything good comes up, and most, if not all, of it is good or aspiring to be good. The other thing, the other thing is, if uh, if you go to playlists after you subscribe, go to playlists, find Flames Nation, and bookmark that, and then you'll only you'll be able to focus just on the flame stuff. We have the Shotdown of Flames podcast. We have Flames Nation Live with Pat Steinberg. We have Flames Nation Radio with Shane and myself. We, of course, have the aforementioned Barn Burner with Boomer, Pinder, and Rhett. So we have a bunch of stuff. Uh, we're going to have it all season. We're going to hopefully uh, add some more stuff as we move along throughout the season. Uh, but if there's anything you want to see, if you have anything you're, you, you want to give us – polite feedback on uh please reach out to us via socials we're we're really excited for the season it's going to be a really really fun season uh it feels like we're already like a thousand years into it and we're day two of the of the season so it's going to be once the thing, things get going it's going to go fast and furious so we're really excited to have everyone along for the ride uh next this, time we're gonna have games to talk about we'll have games, games to break that. down uh we're pretty excited about that. So uh, once again, we're delivered to you by DoorDash. Ding dong. It's DoorDash. Uh, they'll bring you food. And Eau Claire Distillery, the makers of Rupert's Whiskey, the official whiskey of Calgary Flames. Make sure you stock up before the season gets going because uh, it'll be, it'll friggin' be the all-star break before you know it. We'll be 40-some games into here. And we'll I'm be just, wondering where the time went. I'm just wondering what day I wake up, walk outside, and there'll be white stuff on the ground at this point. So it's, it's <laughs> A, I like it. It's my favorite season, so it's fine. <laughs> it's sweater weather, kids. And uh, t- uh, Thursday, it'll be hockey sweater weather. Boom. That's a transition uh, for sure. Radio search is serving you well, Pike. I, I got to say I'm getting my reps in for Shane. I'm Ryan. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you guys in a week. This has been Flames Nation Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.